Hi everybody, this is Wintry. This is the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. It's the only Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast anywhere in the internet. If you guys are return listeners, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you are first time listeners to this podcast, basically what I do is I compare WWE television and pay-per-view matches uh, in terms of playing fantasy sports. Um, You know, win a title, get points, lose a match, lose points. Um, I tell you who ha- who had a good week, who had a bad week, who to start and who to sit, and just general stuff to look for for the upcoming weeks or future down the line storylines that could affect you if you do fantasy sports, uh, fantasy wrestling in particular. So what I do is basically I try to keep this under 15 minutes. It goes pretty fast, and I talk really fast. I'm sorry about that, but I just want to knock this out. I don't want to go on some half an hour, 45-minute long tangent about who to take and who to sit. Uh, for fantasy wrestling, but I try to go through this as fast as I can. So, without further ado, let's go really quickly. Um, so, what happened is this is the re- first report um, right after Hell in the Cell. Um, all the match results I have are from the week that followed up previous to Hell in the Cell, the Raw, the SmackDown, and Hell in the Cell pay per view. And then anything I have for predictions will be. Actually, starting today for Monday Night Raw and for SmackDown for um, it starts in I don't know, about 12, 14 hours. So that'll help you guys start and who to sit for this week. But anyways, let's get into three big things we learned during this week of Hell in the Cell. Uh, number three, Madcap Moss is back. Um, he rivaled Baron Corbin. He came back surprisingly on SmackDown, and they had an, they had a match which is kind of random, and then they had another return match on uh, Hell in the Cell. Which um, happy one, uh, but it's nice. Madcap got new music. He looks more jacked. It looks like he's ready to go. It looks like crowds behind him. Good for him. You gotta kind of see where he's gonna go for a direction of the character. Whether or not you want to pick him up for fantasy, but um, if you had him before and you didn't drop him, you were you actually made out because he wasn't really out that long. Uh, number two, um, the opposite end of the spectrum is Cody Rhodes. Uh, basically, he tore his pectoral muscle. And he still went in and successfully beat Seth Rollins in the Hell in a Cell match in the main event in the Hell in a Cell. Um, if you saw pictures of it, um, basically his chest and underneath his arm is all blue and purple. And he should be out for a while. Um, he might do a promo or something this week, but he's going to be out for a while. Um, it, he showed he's a warrior, but um, listen... For how high he is, you got to think about what you're going to do for fantasy. I recommend uh, trading him, see if you get some kind of value for him. But if not, if it's to, what they say is he might be out for a while. Um, and the number one thing we learned during this week is the Usos, after losing to Nakamura and Riddle on Raw and costing them a title match, um, the Usos successfully defended their titles on the next show on SmackDown, which is really random. It should have been on the pay-per-view. But now there is no contenders for the tag titles. Um, I don't know what kind of direction they're going to go with. It's, you have to kind of have some kind of competition for them, but I, I don't know where they're going to go for a competition. But those are the three big things, storylines that we learned during the week. Uh, they don't necessarily have to do with points, but something to kind of look forward to. Okay, now let's get into our top three uh, fantasy wrestling studs of the week. These are wrestlers that had the best week in terms of fantasy points. 
um, for Raw, SmackDown, and Hell in a Cell. Uh, number three is Natalia. She won a six-pack challenge on SmackDown. She is the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Title uh, against Ronda Rousey. It's good for her. Um, good for having somebody else in the storyline for an angle. But it just shows you how weak and watered down this division is. I don't think Natalia is going to win against Rousey. But, you know, it's a storyline that they can milk for a couple weeks if they have to. So good for her. Uh, number two fantasy studs of the week are the Usos. Um, they, I'm going to get to this later on, but they did lose on Raw. But when it mattered most, they successfully defended their tag unification titles. I don't know if that's actually a thing or if I just made that up. They successfully defended them on SmackDown against Riddle and Nakamura. Um, so if you had them, you should have started them anyways, but you got a whole lot of points for defending the titles. Um, and the number one fantasy stud of the week is Austin Theory. He successfully defended the U.S. title not once, but twice against Mustafa Ali during the week. He successfully defended him um, on Raw after Ali won by DQ against Ciampa. Um, Ali attacked him, but then he got his title match right away. He won that match. Um, and then Theory um, had to have a rematch again at Hell in a Cell, and then he won that one too. So if you had Austin Theory, you got two title matches, two wins. You racked up lots of points for fantasy. Okay, let's get into our fantasy duds of the week. These are wrestlers that they might not have cost you a lot of points for fantasy, but they did something that they shouldn't have done, and they kind of screwed you over for starting them. Uh, number three is Asuka. Uh, not only did she lose on Monday Night Raw to have Becky Lynch get added to her match against Bianca Belair at the preview, she also got an, a big L for losing that match in a triple threat um, for the Raw Women's title. So she went 0 for 2 for the week. It's nice bringing her back, but she has to. There was no reason for Becky Lynch to get added to that match. I knew uh, Bianca Belair was going to win that match against Asuka, but there was no reason for him, her to take that L on uh, Monday Night Raw. Um, number two fantasy dot is Mustafa Ali. Even though he did go 1-2 for the weekend, he did win against Ciampa on Raw. He did go 0-2 against Austin Theory. And who knows when he's going to get a title shot. I mean, it's nice for him to come back, get a little TV time. But I think his time being on TV is basically over. And the number one fantasy dud of the week. Uh, people might not agree with this, but I'm going to go Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre and the New Day lost. Against Sheamus, Rich Holland, and Butch. The one I want to focus is on Drew McIntyre. Um, he says he wants to get a shot at Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle. I don't know when it is. I think it's in September. It doesn't matter. You can't say you want to take a shot at Roman if you can't even win a six-man tag match where you have the you have a much better team than the other team. Um, there's no reason for him to lose this. There's no reason for him to be in this stupid storyline have real storyline otherwise you're not going to be a contender or at least a legitimate threat to beat Roman um, that's why I have Drew as my number one fantasy dud of the week Okay, so let's get into last week's starts and sits let's see how close I am with my picks uh, like I said these picks all include the Raw, Smackdown and Hell in a Cell pay-per-view 
Um, last week, I said to start Ezekiel. I said he's going to beat Kevin Owens. I said he's going to get build some momentum. Yeah, he lost to Kevin Owens, Hell in a Cell um, match. I was wrong on that. Sorry about that. I said to start Austin Theory. Um, I thought he had to have some kind of match getting, going into the pay-per-view. Um, I wasn't... I wasn't right in the fact that he had one match. He had two title matches. He had one during the week, and he also won in a pay-per-view. So three was a good pick. Um, I said to sit Roman Reigns. I said he doesn't have a match. He's not rivaling anybody. Uh, the only person he could fight is Riddle, and Riddle already had a tag match, so Roman's not going to be in a pay-per-view. So sitting Roman Reigns was a correct pick. Um... I also said to sit Nakamura. Um, I said that Nakamura and Riddle were going to win their number, their whatever it is, champion challenger match, whatever it is. I don't know what it's called. And then I said that they're going to lose the Usos on the pay-per-view for the title. I was wrong in that. They actually fought him on SmackDown. So being um, Nakamura is a correct pick for the sit because he actually lost... He went one and one, but I was correct on how he was going to lose. So, starting Ezekiel, I was right. I was wrong in that pick. I said to start Austin Theory, that was correct. I said to sit Nakamura, that was correct. And I said to sit Roman, that was correct. So, I would say I had a pretty good week for my predictions. Okay, as for this week, uh, this is counting Raw and SmackDown for uh, the Raw after um, Hell in a Cell. I'm going to start Bobby Lashley. Um, he's calling out Roman Reigns. Um, I think that the Ole Miss MVP Lashley storyline's over, and Lashley wants a crack at Roman. If that's the case, Lashley has to beat somebody to kind of build credibility to have a viable vet, viable threat against Roman. So I think he's going to beat somebody, uh, probably Sami Zayn or somebody from the Bloodline in a one-on-one match. So I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley for a start. I'm also going to start Damian Priest. Um, how I'm looking at it is Edge has been pushing for somebody to join the group. I think Damian Priest is going to have a one-on-one match and somebody's going to interfere in the match and that's going to be the person that's going to add it to Judgment Day, the group. So I'm going to take Damian Priest versus somebody, whoever it is, but he's going to have help winning the match, and that's going to be a person that's going to join them. So I'm going to start Damian Priest. I'm going to set Cody Rhodes. Uh, he's just, like I said, he's injured badly. Um, he's probably going to do a promo, but he's not going to have a match. So sit Cody Rhodes or trade him, I would. And I'm going to start Los Lotharios. Um, um, Herbert, Alberto Carrero lost to uh, Jinder Mahal this week. I think they're going to have a tag match. Where Los Atherios is going to win to kind of balance out a 50-50 booking. So, I'm going to have them get the win over Jinder Mahal and Shanky. Um, I can't see them losing two in a row. So, I'm going to go with them. Um, so, real quickly, I'm going to start Lashley. I'm going to start Damien Priest. I'm going to sit Cody Rhodes. And I'm going to start... Uh, usually I do two sits, but I'm going to go with a start this week. I'm going to start with Los Atherios. Okay. Um, the fantasy wrestling stat of the week is um, with his Hell in the Cell loss to Kevin Owens, Ezekiel slash Elias, well, we're going to say it's the same person. We're not 100% sure. Um, they have now lost their last five. I say they. I mean, I don't know if it's you know Elias's 
Ezekiel. But um, Ezekiel Sashel Elias has lost his last five uh, pay-per-view matches. The last time he actually won a pay-per-view match was Hell in a Cell versus Jeff Hardy um, in 2020. So it's been a long time since he won a pay-per-view. Um, I'm not going all in on Ezekiel. His rivalry against Kevin Owens is as balanced as it could possibly be, but it can only go downhill from here. Unless they show Elias and Joe Motron and they screw with Owens even more, if Ezekiel goes to a different rivalry, I can't see him beating anybody on the roster. So he has to keep this rivalry go as long as he can. Um, just because I think that's it. Owens will take some losses just because he will. Okay, that's it for this week, fantasy. Hope you guys enjoyed Hell in a Cell. Uh, just remember, if you want to ask me any fantasy wrestling questions, it's Mike at Real Wintry. That's my Twitter account. Um, and just remember that you can't spell Wintry without W-I-N. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed the pay-per-view, and uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Okay, thank you. Bye.